I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fly OOH 006, ready for takeoff. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Is your mic on, bro? <laughs> what are you saying? Are we in the game? Yeah, we're in the game, bruv. What's going on, my brother? Nah, man, what are you saying? We're here. It's oh so lonely right now. Bruv, it's just me and you. Not to say your company's not lit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have a radio show. Yeah, man. This is it. It's kind of mad. The Yaffin Keisha. What's this? A young spin off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you haven't guessed already, it's just me and Yaff in the building right now. Um, Splash Brothers. Splash Brothers. Out of Home Podcast. Bro. Amsterdam. Um, <laughs> Stephen and Kwame are living their best lives. Further afield. <laughs> They're um they're in different locations around the world. We're gonna get into them. Well, we're gonna phone them a little later on. We're gonna try. We're gonna try yeah. a thing. We're gonna move like Chris Tarrant phone a friend. <laughs> That's the vibes right now. That's kind of sick. Out to who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I've realized? Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> I've realized listening back to the pods that we do bare shoutouts. Yeah. I don't think anyone ever like just appreciates the shout out. So um, that was my Chris Tarrant. If you ever listen to this, that was my last shout-out. Wait, wait, that's your last shout-out? Yeah, I'm not shouting out people anymore, man. You know, if I catch you shouting somebody... <laughs> yeah, I know, because you're the... You and Kwame, pod police, bro. Nah. I'm you're the, the mass police. police. I'm not the pod police. Kwame's the, the time police. police. Nah, man, I'm not at all, bro. Me and Steven just trying to do our thing. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're uh, we're flying the flag for out of home whilst Kwame's in Ghana, Steven's, Steven's in, in London. London. Yeah. Um, lots been going on to be fair obviously Christmas has come and gone obviously New Year's boy damn oh damn well we had the out of home house party yeah it was just it was just wavy (laughs) man it was so sick bro it was do you know what was so sick about that it was just like having cool people in a cool spot doing cool shit like bringing in the new year with just good vibes and good energy 100% which Um, is what it's all about yeah Big up everyone that came through, Facts, showed yeah. love, came from London, all over Amsterdam. Man, it was actually it was actually such a vibe. It was wavy. It was I, such a vibe, man. I realized as well when I realized it was sick. Yeah, yeah. Is I looked at my phone the day after, well, the same day technically, and <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and I had like four pictures on my phone. Like, I just didn't capture anything because I was just so in the moment, yeah. and enjoying it, and just. Talking to people, mm-hmm. it was it was honestly it was one a mad of the vibe, best man. It was a mad vibe. It's one of my best New Year's for a long, long time. For sure, for sure. But for you, though, how was how did this New Year's in Amsterdam differ to last year? New Year's in London, for oh, example. Um, is, I guess this is your first. Well, no, no, this is my not. second, my second one in oh, Amsterdam. Yeah, we know what happened last year. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not going to have any inside jokes. So uh, we're going to fill our listeners in. So yeah. last year, Yaf was in London. And I was in Toronto. I was in Toronto, yeah, shit. Was was far Toronto. away, different time zone. And um, I, I don't know if I asked... I did ask you if I could have a party at your house. And we had a party at your house. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. But then Adil just invited bare, bare people, apparently. I mean, there wasn't as many... It was calm. I didn't even have a problem with that. Nah, I think the problem that you had was that it wasn't it wasn't left in the in the manner in which you yeah. thought it might have been. But the thing is, in my, defense, in my defense, in my defense, yeah? In my defense, no, in my defense, yeah. I actually went to your house the next day after like... I know, And I, I know. cleaned, like I cleaned up I know, by bro. myself, fam. I know, I know. So and I appreciate you, that. Nah, but the way, but the smoke that you gave me on the in the voice note on the way back, ugh, not just you, I felt it was bad. you I and felt the bad, man. I felt bad, I felt bad. But that was hilarious. But um, <laughs> the difference between last year and this year, I guess, is just the the, the people. Mm. Uh, we didn't have fireworks this year, um, ourselves. It was misty as fuck outside as well. Yeah, but we had we had your rooftop last year, so yeah, 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 we yeah. utilized the rooftop last year. Back to us. Um, but the difference between Amsterdam and London, I just guess, I don't know, man. You can find spots to just chill. It's a, it's a it's more chill. You don't have to go out. I suppose you don't have to do that in London either. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've just had like a a decent or a really good night, New Year's night in London. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. I because feel usually like, it's, um... it's my boy's birthday, so it's Kieran's birthday, New Year's Day, so we'll go out New Year's Eve mad. or New Year's Day, but. Yeah, it's just it's we're we're just out, we're just out. So it's, this has kind of been the first New Year's that I've had inside. Do you know what I mean? Fair. And okay. for it to be inside of my own house, and with like bare people just chilling and that, it was just a vibe. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a vibe, man. It was a vibe. I love the um. So to give a bit of context, there was loads of our friends came over from London and family as well. Yeah. I was literally about to do a shout out, but I remember what I said five minutes ago. <laughs> shout, shout out, yes, family. Um, I'll do it for you. My bro. boy Trey came over, made the banging rum punch. Rum punch. What, 15 litres of rum punch done in how long? Two hours. He made a rum punch with less, with Amsterdam ingredients. Let's, with only one bottle of Ray and Nephews. One bottle of Ray and Nephews. Why did he only have one bottle of Ray and Nephews? Because Yaf can't huh? pack a bag. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Trey, know what if Trey, was, if Trey was here, he'd be telling telling the story about how yeah for the five hundredth time. Yo, he left he left his bag at Yaf's house, and he was like, "Yo, Yaf, put the two bottles of Red Nephew in the bag." <laughs> that man went through went through airport security, <sighs> got their bag the other side, smelling bare fumes. <laughs> Trey's going up up the escalators. He's like, I know that smell. <laughs> how can a suitcase be drunk? <laughs> Man said, oh. man said the bottle will bust open in, in Yaf's back, you know. Oh my gosh. But anyway, aside from that, <laughs> I just think the vibe was dope. We obviously had a sick mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're basically DJs now. Had the mic there. Abdi, Abdi was, was on the mic. Yeah, Abdi was micing it off. <laughs> Abdi was on the mic. Abdi saw the mic, yeah. Said one, two things resist. and could not let yeah, it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man said he lost his voice the next day. I didn't know that. Yeah, speaking to him earlier, he said he lost his voice. Bruh. 
Madman. That was sick. Obviously, the the Polaroid just capturing. Oh yeah. The the sick images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mammy yeah, food. like you said, just the yeah. Well, I keep forgetting <laughs> you about keep the forgetting food. About food, bro. The wangs. The wangs and bangs. Wangs and bangs. The wings and the planting. Plantin. Plantin. By the way. Plantin. Um, ain't got none of that. The the boys here to correct. Correct. Yeah. We'll try and correct. Yeah. Trust me. It's the Caribbean <laughs> crew today. Done though. Um, I think yeah. Trini the, boy. Trini boy. I think the biggest difference for me yeah between the netherlands and london is the fireworks bro yeah yeah because it's the only day that you're actually allowed to we're legally allowed to legally set them, allowed off, to set them off in that in the in so that, to, to in set the, the scene in, 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 in the, the netherlands. netherlands to set the scene yeah yeah so there's no and this this actually adds a different dynamic because i asked my friend at work today yeah if you have a girlfriend what do you do romantically on mm, new year's because mm. there's no real destination to go and watch the fireworks yeah, yeah unlike yeah. london everyone goes to that one or two yeah. places in it to catch it but okay to build the scene for everyone who hasn't been here on new year's it's literally carnage like kids are letting off fireworks adults and they're not letting them off in their garden no they're not letting them off in a secure space no they are letting them off on the roads if you're from south london then you will be very yeah, very you're a bit accustomed. accustomed to it <laughs> 5th of November in South London is exactly oh, what you could bro. think life could be like on New Year's Day in Amsterdam. But it's worse, bro. Everyone is because just letting you know what? They've got Ill- I swear people have got illegal fireworks as well. 100%. Because some of the things that were going off here, I'm like, how the hell did you get your hands on one of those? Some people literally drive to the German border to pick up fireworks. It's mad. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually mad. But you were cool because you didn't have to leave your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had I to did cycle. Last year, but- from my house to yours, yeah? Yeah. And bro, like... Free Baghdad. Oh. <laughs> my, I thought I was doing a, a Marines assault course. Like, I thought I was training to be on the Marines, bro. Like, there was... I was oh, I can't remember the name of the road, but I was going down the road, yeah? Yeah. And just cool. It's always usually really easy cycles, like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my AirPods in, but I'm still hearing... Pop, 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 pop. I'm like, huh? <laughs> What's going on here? I just see some people at the end of the road, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is what everyone's been talking about, isn't it? This is like, <laughs> was this your first one? Yeah, yeah this oh, was this was my shit. first um, New Year's in Amsterdam. Oh shit! So I'm cycling now, and I can just hear bare noise, but I can't see anything. Oh. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So luckily, yeah, before I've got there, <laughs> just one loud firework has popped off again in the road, like. No safety. Bro, yeah. I'm just thinking, imagine. And at this point, it's only 10 30. Like, mm. it's not even late. So I just said to myself, I can imagine when it gets to on the cusp of New Year's, it's like 11 30, 12. That yeah, must yeah. be a Mazza. So, yeah, for me, that's probably the biggest difference. And it is a big difference. But I think it adds to the experience. Yeah, definitely. I think it's sick. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, and I think as well, like, just to, to close off on New Year's, like, one thing I saw big time, or maybe might just be like my um circle of friends or whoever i follow on social media but it seemed as though a lot of people were trying to do something different yeah other than london yeah 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 yeah. i saw people in well obviously loads of people in ghana and yeah we're gonna touch on that yeah when we, yeah, we tolerate kwami well when we try we don't even know if it's gonna work oh yeah i'm sure it will. No, we will, we will, we will um yeah people in it's paris me, people cool here work, there bro. and everywhere yeah we need to capture this um this setup because this looks crazy but sure. if you could see all the wires that basically yeah so <laughs> just to set the scene and, and and to give you guys some context 
before, so obviously like the last the last um, episode we put out was the 29th. Seventh, it might have even been. It was on a Thursday. Oh yeah, 20, 20, 27th yeah. maybe. And we actually recorded that, what, two weeks before then anyway. So that was the last time that we actually were together. It's been a while. And before we um, broke off, Kwame was like, yo, do you know what would be sick? If we could get like a phone call and get me on the pod this from This guy watches way too many movies, man. And then maybe if you're in London or Steven's in London and you're in Amsterdam, then we could be calling from three different countries. And I was like, surely we can make that work. And I was the opposite. I was like, no way. Like, how's that, <laughs> how's that even going to like work physically? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. it. So then I was like... And Kieran did... was like, challenge accepted. Yeah, I've done that. So I, 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 went, I went and did some research and I found this, this little thing that I got here set up now. So hopefully, when um when I dial Kwame and Steven, they'll be able to to come true. What should I phone them now? Yeah, uh, fuck it. Let's then. go. Let's see what they have to say. Uh, let me phone them now. Who do you think is gonna answer first, or do you have to phone um, them first? Now I'm gonna phone them both at the same at the same time. Hopefully, I've set this up properly, you know, because I did. It's all mad at the minute. I'm feeling a bit nervous. <laughs> let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live hey, yo, yo. attempt to call the boys. Yo. 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 What, you can hear, man? Yo. You can hear what? it. Loud and clear, baby. Right. <laughs> let me let me grab All Steven. Let me get Steven. Kwame. Okay, yo. Okay. What are you saying, bro? What are you saying, brothers? Happy New Year and all that. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my G. Obviously, we were just, oh, um, we were just talking about how... Bro, is that Steven as well? Papi. You know, listening to the Out of Home podcast. Jeez. <laughs> is that on? Wait, hold on one sec. Is that on? I just turned it on now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes, yes, yes. What's everybody saying? We're live. I'm the, good. The, head, the headphones are on. <laughs> I said the headphones are on. This guy can't prepare like it's a conference call, you know. <laughs> Yo, I was just chatting to I was just chatting to um to Yaf just now saying how Obviously, before we broke off, Kwame was like, yo, do you know what would be sick if we got everyone together? And I was like, yo, I got this little little device and see if it works. So now everybody's here. Kieran's also considering a spin-off series with me and him. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> wow. So already, yeah. I can't lie. The, chemi- the chemistry was working uh, sick joking, without you, man. I'm joking, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're down. <laughs> man, moving like Jason Derulo, Oh man, what are you lot saying though? I'm good, I'm good. Just saw my team get stuffed 3 1. Oh yeah. Stuffed and stuffed. What's your, what's your team? What's your team? <laughs> sucks, sucks to be you, boy. Sucks. Sorry about that, man. Arsenal are flying again. Arteta's army, you got it under control. 1 0 against Leeds, and what's saying? Kid, you're a Man United fan, though. Who told you that, bruv? A deal? <laughs> yeah, deal. Oh, go away, bro. <laughs> go away. Alright, but this works, which is sick. Yeah, this works. Wait, but hold on. We were just talking about Ghana. Yeah. Kwame, please. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing yeah, like I that? am but oh yeah, obviously I'm out here in Ghana. Um been here for two weeks we now. Can land hear. To Christmas Land to the Christmas Day. Um yeah, it's been amazing. Um the Afro Nation, which was Interesting, but let's let's leave it at that. Also, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean, boy? What does what does that do? Give us a Basically, little a little lowdown, was, quick lowdown on Afro Nation. A little, it was 
for me, my personal experience, it was very unorganized. Um, a lot of the, there's only one stage for all of the musical acts and every musical act was going on stage uh, two hours later. Mm-hmm. Which means that mm-hmm. if you want to finish at one o'clock, you finish at three. Yo, careful, 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 careful! You know the Nigel boy is waiting for you, bro. It's cool. it's cool. There was no, there was no price list for drinks. They, hey. they didn't communicate. They no have to list. pay on your wristband. Anyway, it's cool. And I mean, there was anyway. Never here or there. And apparently, there, there was um, supposed to be a, a VIP circle on the first day, but for health and safety reasons, they couldn't like um, erect the the circle pause. And they said erect the circle. Okay, Kwame. <laughs> That's kind of weird still. Anyways, um, and then uh, me, I came out with my girl, and then we met up with three of our friends, and we went on a little road trip. At first, we went to the, I forgot the name, but we went to West Africa's highest peak, so I hiked up my first mountain. Sick. So that was great, and a, and a good Congrats. physical exercise, because I had them in Amsterdam, so a really nice calf exercise, had me riding my bike. And then, uh, what else happened? And then we went to the... The Vlee waterfalls, and maybe you saw some pictures on Instagram. That was amazing. And then we went to very important uh, Cape Coast Castle and Elmina Castle, which are nice. two famous historical sites, which were like slave. Um, I don't know. I don't know what was it. Castles, basically, basically like the, they were the like, Portuguese and gone. Were they um, like holding areas for slaves before? Yes, the basically. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, like, crazy. And like um, the, the the male and the females were kept apart because they didn't want procreation. Any females found to be pregnant was thrown, like um, was 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 thrown like over, overboard, so to speak, or into the river. Mad. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, a lot of I think even though I had a lot of enjoyment. It was also nice to be reflective and also experience my roots and have a little bit of reality. But um, one of my highlights of the trip was um, during the mountain hike. Um, we were taken up by a young tour guide called Gideon, 18 years old. Now, mind you, he was doing the whole hike in just like flip-flops. Wow, what a soldier. Right. Yeah, trust me. Um, 18 years old and he was like perched at the end when we got to the peak and we were taking our photos on our iPhones and doing this and that. He was like perched quite precariously on the edge. And I was scared of him, but obviously he's a pro at this. So I was, I was talking to him. I was like, oh, Gideon, do you, do you come out here often? He was like, yeah, like... <laughs> you know what? I mean... The, the oh, one, them Kwame one-liners. <laughs> Joe, anyway, that's actually a bar I'm not using in real life. I won't use it one time if I can. But anyways, um, but I was serious about this time. And then after he, I was talking to him, I was like, oh, um, when you're in your free time, do you come here? He was like, yeah. Then we kind of broke it down a bit. And he told me that he lost his parents when he was... I think he was 15. He left his village at 11. His mum had asthma at 13 and his dad, he didn't mention how, but passed away. But because he was so far away and he came when he was younger, he doesn't know where his village exactly is or where his family are. So he's here. He he was here in the, there in the region of, um, I forgot. I think I think it was Hull. I think the region's called Hull, H-O. But anyway, he has a vision and a dream, which is beautiful. He's 18 years old. He said that, um, he he's been doing really well at school, and he has the chance to go to university potentially next year in the UK. In fact, in Birmingham or Coventry, to um, I forgot, I, I forgot where it was to like I forgot where exactly I forgot where it was That's that he wanted to, to read or study. But like um, even speaking to him, 
and like and he are we even able to take a um, a great photo of him like with an out of home sticker and you know, we speak about us a lot but it just makes you realize that everyone has a journey and even even Gideon's out of home you understand mm-hmm. and like in the location where we were like he was like we were on like almost the border and I was like like I was like like can you see Togo from here he was like yeah I can it's like on the other side I was like do you go because wow. like, sometimes he walks there wow what yeah, like, because it's that close. And he, but he says it's a bit of a struggle because he speaks Ewe, which is a, a language speaking in Ghana and Togo, but more, most people communicate in France. But basically, the, the whole thing about him was that he'd been through a lot of strife, but he still has a dream. And his That's dream so happens dope, to be man. overseas. That's dope, man. You understand? So I, I kind of feel a connection, not only with us, but with just humans in general. And like, and I always, and I always ask people when I sit meet them, like, like, what is your story? And like, he is a beautiful one. And I only hope that in time he can uh, he, he can manifest for him that's mad humbling yeah so. trust me man just smiling thinking about it like wow trust me that's mad so I'm saying so so it's nice to rave with your friends and that but also nice to hear those real stories so that's what Ghana was saying for me it's actually sick because um, it's, you had you had the the Ghana experience at both ends like opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum in it like the turn up and I guess yeah the thing that everyone's seen yeah and Obviously, I can't remember what was the campaign that they said. Is it like uh, the, year of return. the year of return? The year of return. Yeah. Everyone saw that, and everyone saw the litness. Everyone saw Afro Nation, but yeah, Afro for me, yeah. what you just, what you just described there is probably the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see. Unfortunately, yeah, um, yeah you yeah, will, yeah, but yeah. obviously not on the scale that we all saw of everyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, like showing the litness of of Afro Nation, which is cool, but. For me, stories like that are beautiful, man. I'm just happy that you got to to experience both sides of it. Yeah, it's so sick. Yeah, definitely, man. No, it's very humbling, and it's like it makes you realize that we should be grateful for the positions that we're in. Yeah, big facts. And and no, and no matter where you are, there's always going to be someone worse off. So if a cursing your luck, then imagine that this is someone that's going to be more like downtrodden than you. Yeah, for sure. And man. and and even if you are downtrodden, that 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 that's not reason to not 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 remain positive or, or look forward to what's in store for you. You understand? So yeah. yeah, hello. Yeah, man, we're okay. still here. We're just listening to you, we're man. Taking okay. it in, bro. Literally taking it in. Yeah, Steven, yeah. Steven, you there, bro? Yeah, yeah I'm here. I'm here. PlayStation. <laughs> how, how you been, bro? How you been? How's um your time in London been? Yeah, no, I was sick. Um, I was just back home, family. Uh, kept it real quiet. I had time to myself to think. You gone to any weddings? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the Maladin yeah. 2.0s, boy. Yafri's <laughs> coming for you, bro. There's a whole year of smoke coming Yaf's way. Yo, fam. <laughs> don't, don't make me expose you about when we went to Cambridge, bro. Live, man. <laughs> fam. Wait, what? What happened in Cambridge? This guy was, yeah. this guy was looking like a, the physio for the Nigerian national team, bro. <laughs> I don't know how that came to me, but I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at the official team doctor, you know. That was after the night out too, bro. <laughs> what were you man doing in Cambridge, though? Uh, we went to surprise uh, bruv, Ibby for his birthday. Man drove to Cambridge in a cherry red Lexus, fam. Boy, I was really in... I thought Sorry. I was in Nigeria, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember asking I remember asking Stephen's brother, like, what made you get a Lexus? Yeah, when Kieran asked that, I was like... Yeah, that was no, the car's stuff. hard. I was it's just sick. But, it's but just an like, alternative. But I was like, it? why did you get a Lexus? But I knew it was just a like, red as well, I was like yeah. obviously it's like connections with your dad and that. So I was like, dope, bro. It's dope. 
But yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Stephen, go do your thing, man. What do we even say? How <laughs> <laughs> you know, was London, London, man? How was London? <laughs> oh yeah, in London, sick. I just basically closed myself off. Saw a couple of friends. Um, just thinking to myself, just giving myself some time, planning what I'm going to do next year, and just enjoying the simple things in life, and so, not returning WhatsApp messages. As per usual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not returning WhatsApp messages. When you guys Specialty. back? When you guys back? Um, physically, I'm back next week. That's in physically. Physically, and you're I'm, back next week. What does that mean? Yeah. My body will be back in Amsterdam next week. All right. Oh, and your mind? You're going to be ready away. to record again, bro. Yeah, trust me. Uh, I've, been, I've been putting a few things to pen, pen, pen to paper. All right, good. We need to talk anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I come back, when you back? Uh, this weekend. This weekend, yeah? So yeah, yeah, time, yeah. All right, the team back in full back force. In Sick. You're done Trust now. Me. Uh, I just realised that we didn't do what made you smile, but I think we'll do that at the end of the pod. Yeah. Um, but let's um let's get into the main the main topic. Um, Steve, I'm going to let you do this. Um, seeing as it's your topic. Seeing as it is your topic. I'm not going to lie, I haven't looked at the agenda, so I'm going to go off what I think. Bruv, you're the one who came up with the main topic, bro. Wow, Stephen, this is the Why do you always fumble the bag under bruv, pressure, fam? This is bad no, no, for no, me, man. I think... And you're the one to write the big notes as well. Um, <laughs> this guy was spamming the WhatsApp group yesterday, yeah, and now he's fumbling the bag live. All right, cool. Live and direct. Cool. Live from London. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I believe... I believe if I'm correct, the topic that we're going to approach now is as we go into a new decade, um, 2020, we're going to look at actually who's holding influence, like what does influence mean? Hey, here we are. Into a new decade. Um, yeah, so we're going to kick it off, basically. So for me, I was having a, I was having Stephen, a debate with someone. Stephen, have you just like dove into a submarine? Because your lines it sound like Shake Stevens right about now. I'm not going to lie. My wireless headphones out battery. So, oh. I'm, 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 please. Yo, this please. is jokes. This is <laughs> jokes. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. I'm leaving. I, imagine, yeah, I've left. Wait, we've left Kwame and Stephen to deal with logistics. <laughs> the thing is, it's not even logistics. You just need to talk on the phone, bro. Th- this is what I mean. Commercial break and a word from our sponsor. Bro, hit music. No, bro. Come on, man. Um, no, but can you hear me all right? Yeah, bro, I can yeah, hear you fine, I can, man. I, can hear, I, can hear, I hear you better than, than half, the half a minute ago or 30 right. seconds. All right, perfect. So, yeah, basically, I was having a Twitter argument, which I love to do. I love to argue on Twitter. And then uh, someone asked, like, a really good question, like, you know, um, are influencers really influential? And then that got me thinking. And then I basically replied. I said, uh, I don't think that all influencers are influential. I think it's possible to have a big audience and not have that much influence. And I think it's possible to have a small online audience and have a big influence. Uh, so that had like a couple of debates with people like arguing with me like back and forth. And then I thought it'd be an interesting one to open up with. Like we've seen like explosion of influencer marketing. And as we come into like a new decade, like where do we see that going? And then how do we want to define influence? And do we think it's going to change? Especially now that Instagram have changed. Um, I don't know if it's changed for you guys. It hasn't changed for me. But you're supposed to not be able to see amount of likes that people have under a post. No, so, they're piloting it now. 
Yeah. They rolled it out in a few places. They're, they're, they're rolling yeah. out in a couple more as tests as well. When we was in Canada, they already had it. So yeah, that's ro- it's rolled out there. Um, yeah. I think it's going to eight different where countries. Where was that? Oh, call me, bro. It's 2020, bro. Get over yourself, my G. That was it. That was it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even rising so, to you. Yo, y'all is pissed. I'm not even rising to your 2020, my bro. So, anyone doesn't know the context, <laughs> if you listen to other episodes, you'll know. But I was supposed to meet Yaf in Toronto over 2019. I met Kieran, but Yaf was I'm dying. Oh, fucking dead. I was like, I'm such a job. I'm going to complain to return to that topic. Anyway, Stephen, as you were, my good son. Right. Yeah, so basically, um, influence uh, this year, what do we feel is going to be? How do we feel it's going to evolve? Is it going to change? And maybe start off with defining, you know, what is actually influence and how are we measuring it? Because that was a topic of debate online. People were calling certain things influence and I wasn't necessarily agreeing with that. And um, yeah, it'd be great to hear you guys' opinion. For someone who didn't have his notes, you did a thorough job in introducing this topic, yeah, my friend. Excellent. Right, <laughs> do you know what I think happened? I think, his, game shows. I think his headphones died as we asked him the question. So like he started panicking <laughs> and he was trying to multitask and it just wasn't working. <laughs> My right side of my brain. Was sort of but sorry, up. sorry, Stephen. What is influence and how do we define in- yes. influence? What What is influence and how do we define it? No, what is define influence? First yeah. Of all, yeah. And then how do we see it evolving? In oh, okay, okay, okay. Media and how do we see that evolving? Show your working. Out. Show your working. Please show your working. I think um, <laughs> Ed, Ed. influence. Yeah, you can get some important marks with that. You know, when you show your working. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, the way I see back it is day, like, humans humans are impressionable as it is, right? And anyone can have an influence over anyone. Um, I think because social media has had such a amplified effect on how people perceive influence, it's like anyone is like now classifying themselves as an influencer. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like because yeah. a number is now um, dictating who has who on paper has influence and who doesn't. Yeah. I think that's a bit of a, a bit of a dangerous spot. But I think in the real world, which is what we all live, well, we live in two worlds now, right? We live in a social world and a real world, and there's a little bit of blurred lines in between. I think um, anyone who when you say social, you mean social media, right? Say again. When you say social, I'm not saying. When you say social, you mean social media, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. social yeah, media. Okay. Um, yes, but. I think anyone can have influence. And for me, it's just being able to alter or shift the way people think. Yeah, I agree. And that can be about anything. It doesn't have to be like, buy this product or, you know, it's, it's like changing someone's perspective about something. Yeah. Um, you or getting them believe, to think how you think. Do you also believe that uh, people can have a big audience and not have, or have, li- everybody has a, a degree yeah, of, of course. But you can have a low one because I was arguing, like, just because you've got a lot of followers, doesn't mean you're actually influential. People follow people for either entertainment, they're nosy, or like, you know, they actually forgot that they followed you. It doesn't mean you have influence. Because for me, Definitely. influence means being able to change or influence behavior or thought. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, and it's hard to measure. Like on Instagram, you know, how can you measure whether some, you know, double tapping on something doesn't mean, I like shit. You're, you're ready to engage. Yeah. Or buy a product. No, I like to chess. I saw a chess board the other day. I double tapped it for no reason. I ain't gonna buy a chess board. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where are these damn headphones, man? 
Are you still looking for them? Ah, <laughs> oh, you are boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, no, but, I think no, but like go on, Gomes. Go. On. No, but like guys, like I guess for us, lot, it's also even more interesting because we work for companies and industries that you know that do a lot of online marketing with like so these. Um, inverted commas influencers and like you know um, some of us have done like big campaigns on working with people that have this apparently this x factor and then uh, and like we 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 work in those fields and it's like but sometimes I think well for me personally I think uh, brands can can be like easily wowed or impressed by the like the like the number in terms of engagement someone might have but that usually doesn't necessarily yield in in like a crazy campaign yeah. in terms of profit or engagement it's just like oh yeah we have this person so 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 so, so this will work Come but that's it. audiences and and life is pretty random so you never really know and sometimes it doesn't Come, i was going to say that's like a really good point because like when i'm working the key thing that i say is that i don't need someone with a big a uh, big uh followership all I need is like an influential story on the right platform because like once you yeah. take the right story and you find it on the right platform, then it becomes influential. So like yeah. I don't really yeah. look for the reach or how many followers initially. My initial thing is like is what your content or what you're producing, is that influential or has the ability to move someone's thought or behavior? Cool. Beginning. Then I'm going to find the right channel for that to touch people so that it can start the movement and then become influential. So that, that I think there's two point. different things that you can separate. The thing, the way I see it, yeah, is that like marketers um, use influencers for different stuff, right? Like, and marketing essentially is getting someone to think in a certain way or try and alter their way of thinking, which is why I think influence plays, plays such a big part in a lot of people's marketing strategies, right? Um, the way I look at it is you can have an influencer who has a lot of following or a lot of followers, sorry, and essentially you're just scaling your message. You just want the reach to get out there. But then you can have someone who, as you said, Stephen, has a really influential story and is a lot more relatable to like, at a grassroots level or for a community. And they're like shifting culture at, um, yeah, at the grassroots level and then it kind of like transpires up from there. I just think the term influencer is now very broad and can be segmented quite a lot. And people use influencers for different reasons. So on the, on that one now, everybody, like you said earlier, everybody's an influencer. Everybody has a channel. Everybody's got something to say. There's thriller videos. There's TikTok videos. There's videos galore. Everybody can have a video. So like, how do we see the next year going in terms of like, what is the next evolution of of the word influencer, or what's the next thing that's going to come from influence? Because I feel like now we've discovered that everybody has a degree of influence, everybody has different audiences, so it's kind of now getting diluted because I think a lot of people are shutting off, um, not intentionally, but because they see a lot of stuff, they try to scroll past it, or you know, only very certain things are making it through into uh, that person's receptual memory. So it's kind of like, how do we see that evolving? I think um, <clears throat> you lot made some really good points and I didn't really want to stop you guys from talking. I think um, moving forward, people are just going to start connecting more with authenticity. Mm. Um, everyone's got, everyone now has uh, uh, the power to influence. 
or a, a platform to influence. If you're talking about Instagram, you're talking about Twitter, you're talking about TikTok. Everyone has the keys and everyone has a window to put themselves out there. The only I feel like the people that are going to be able to connect more with different people are the people that are going to be true to themselves and give you like a true insight into who they are as people and individuals. It's going to be, I think, harder for brands to align themselves with so-called quote-unquote influencers because right now we don't even know who like if some of those things are, are real like some of their followers some yeah, of their their likes yeah, and whatever yeah, yeah. and with going back on your point about how instagram have now decided to hide remove their likes from certain profiles or certain in certain uh, locations what's going to probably end up happening is that brands are going to want to know um what your um interaction is like on your page yeah i mean there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Your engagement. <clears throat> uh, and what you would... It's funny because I feel like we've had this conversation offline before. What would be... What I wouldn't be surprised in happening is that if actual fact, what Instagram are going to do is going to have this this platform where you as a brand you go in and they give you the right person that you should be partnering with to for your campaign do, do you know what I'm saying like that's that's potentially where we're going to start seeing where influence marketing influencer marketing is going to go we're going to start seeing people like Instagram having this platform they go to say for instance they go to I don't know said said company and they're like oh we want to reach this person in this location they're like okay wait we have this guy this person this girl and this guy that are perfect for your campaign you pay us a, a, a fee and we give them a cut off of it sort of thing. But if we look at the but whole um if we look at the whole ecosystem, yeah, technically everyone is like and we said it at the beginning, yeah. but everyone is an influencer in the fact that influencers, quote unquote, need the brands because those are the ones who are giving them the money. Yeah. Right. So you almost have like this triangle. So the brands are influencers because they're the ones who have the, the budget and the pot of money and are yeah. essentially financing the lifestyle of these influencers because if there was no money in it these influencers wouldn't be doing what they're doing and then like the third point of the triangle is almost like the consumer Consumer, because the consumer influences what those brands do and the brands are influenced by what the influencers are doing and they're partnering up with the right people say like yeah cool this is the influence i want to work with do you get it yeah, I slightly disagree on a, a little bit on the role of the brands because I feel like initially people become influential through authenticity and then the brand hops on because there's a lot of influencers that weren't um, either backed by any brand or anything but developed like a ground of support because they were just themselves. 
And then um, the brand saw that and then said, okay, you know what? Do what you do, but this time do it in the certain sneakers or certain apparel. Which is influence. <laughs> I know, but like, but to begin with, they already had that influence, you know? They didn't really need the brand to do that. The brand kind of needed needed them, you know what I mean? Because like, I think when you said it earlier, you're saying more like um, these guys needed the brand, but I'm saying actually these guys were influential before the brands came in. No, no, Maybe no, I don't brand... mean they need the brand to maintain no, their influence. No, I think what... It's more... Okay. The brand is what is what bankrolls them essentially, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's what allows them to grow. Um, and you just said like an influencer will market a product or a service or a belief system of a brand and they are therefore being influenced by that brand because they're 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 portraying the voice of what yeah. that brand wants. Yeah, yeah. So, so then who has the influence then, right? The brand or the influence? That's what I'm saying. It's an ecosystem. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, exactly. maybe there's more than three, but I see it as like the influence of the brand and then the consumer at the end of the day. Would, would you would you argue that some brands, which is obviously true, but some brands have more influence than other brands? 100%. 100%. So uh, what, you, what you were saying before was that a brand is an influencer. You've got the influencer and then you've got the consumer as well. So I'm guessing what you're trying... Well, what what are you trying to say, actually, in fact? Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to... I'm asking you. What I'm saying is that it's not just that one side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, multiple things all influenced by each other. Yeah, of course. So it's like an ecosystem. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is an interesting dynamic, man. And I think... If we look at how you asked a question, Stephen, how's that gonna evolve? Um, and I think Kieran touched on it more about like authenticity, but I I almost think now that you know we spoke about that that little triangle. Who says that influencers can't turn themselves yeah. into brands? Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like you know, they mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of influencers or or high like not higher high influencers, but like the top tier influencers, so people like. I guess like your LeBrons or whoever it is, Kim even Kardashian. though Kim Kardashians, even though they are partners with certain people, they are brands of already. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They are brands, and I don't know when. I don't know when they become. They are the most influential people. Like Kanye West is probably one of the most influential people, Steve. the Steve. most influential Steve. person in the last ten years. If you're thinking about it, yeah. do you know what I mean? If you look at the way we dress, the things, the music, the culture, yeah. that, there's a lot. There's a lot of he, things he's that he's done. Do you know what I mean? He's not even on Instagram. That, that done, takes me. No, I'm saying that. I'm just saying like the, the people, people or influencers or people of influences are becoming brands anyway. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean for the the middle tier of people of influences or the lower tier of people of influences? Are they going to try and turn themselves themselves into brands? What do they need to turn themselves into brands? Can they turn themselves into brands? Mm-hmm. Like those are questions that <clears throat> I don't know if we have the answers to now, but it'll be interesting to see whether or not that does happen because if you're looking at technology on a whole and you're looking at um, you're looking at YouTube, you're looking at Instagram, those are platforms in which people can turn themselves into brands, do you know what I mean? And become people of real influence. I think what's going to start happening, and I think just to go back to what you were, to answer your question, Stephen, is that a lot of, a lot of people are going to start becoming their own brands. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe not independently. You know? No, no, not because independently. Because there's community, like, look at us for as an example. We're four people say. who had a similar vision using the same platform to, I guess, um, put our message out there, right? In our own unique um, tone of voices. But I think, and what I see a lot more now is just more that togetherness and communities coming together. Yeah. Whereby, if 
Stephen, you're a really dope person and I mess with what you're saying. We'll link up and then together we have more of a, a louder voice. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I, like, I definitely see a lot of that happening. Like not necessarily collectives, but people just putting each other on and like understanding the power of, of the collective um, force. So, bro, it's, it's super interesting, man. And I think now, like brands, even if you look at some of the, the biggest cultural brands in the world, yeah, um, they rely on the talent, right? So mm-hmm. I think influencers that are going to last are, are the ones who actually have talent and have something. Like, if you look at a lot of people, they're followed because they're really good looking yeah. or... Um, yeah, you know, like they're really good at football, but then if they're not engaging or they don't really stand for anything, why are the people, why are they influenced by those people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And what I see like shifting a lot is that brands, music, whatever, like they're really relying on that talent. Yeah. So, and you're seeing it more and more with marketing. They're using the power of the athlete to amplify a message rather than a brand tone of voice. It's, Mm. hey, this is our message, but we're going to push it through this athlete or um, we want to push it through this musician because they're really authentic to mm. go back to your point. So, But um, I think it's like a order because um, if you have the, I think the influencers or the general people, the normal people, I think they kind of start the change and then, um, and then um, the brands kind of follow. So an example of this is like the whole movement around climate control. Um, is, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah climate climate change. change. Just didn't sound climate right. Change. Okay. Climate change. Climate control. That's the one, climate change. Um, that kind of happened, like, with, with people who are genuinely, authentically concerned about the planet making a statement. And if you have, like, Greta, for example, um, you know, she has become a person of huge influence. And then what you're going to see this year is a lot of brands uh, jumping on the sustainability vibe, um, yeah. you know, being, and obviously the terrible events which are happening in Australia are going to uh, fine tune this. So I feel like um, the people at macro level are responsible for determining kind of where the brands are going to shift their attention and focus on. So like, as to, a result of to, to poke a hole in yeah. that logic, yeah. Kieran just spoke about Kanye West being the most inter- in- influential person. He's got a brand which is Yeezy. So then, where does that dynamic come to play now? In terms of in terms of what? Sorry, everything you just said because you said that brands are going to follow suit. But what if it's these really forward-thinking people who are owning the brands? And again, you look at someone mm, I, like he's Virgil, not, for example. And yeah, this is like yeah. one one specific field but I think actually Kanye probably spans multiple fields and has his own brand and can kind of push his narrative through various platforms I'll take that I'll take that one on because like Kanye West yes forward thinking but like he was also influenced by things he saw and experiences at a macro level so like all these experiences he's collected them and then formed that into be something future thinking but at a normal level he was also influenced by other people like he was friends with Virgil Virgil influenced him he was friends with so and so that person influenced him he's just managed to package it and recycle it in a way which is um, taking the best of a lot of people and looking further to the future and then i think like apple is also i think it's probably as a company probably the most forward thinking but at the end of the day they're studying behavioral behaviors of people um you know they're relying on people to come with them with uh, some insight that they then take and then push it forward you know what i mean so i think every in its essence it always starts with people and kind of social issues and then from there it can elevate and become something bigger Stephen, you touch on an interesting point. Would you say that real influence comes from real life experiences? 
real influence comes from real life experiences. Um, I'm, I would have said so before, but I think like now with technology mm. and now with the virtual worlds that we're going in now, like for example, yeah. there's Twitter accounts, sorry, there's Instagram accounts of people of like robots, you know, like they're not real people, but they're made to look like real people. And these, there's a, I've forgotten her name. I think it's Michaela. She's like a robot. Yeah, like that, and she's that like one, three million yeah. followers. So like, you know, that's not real. Or like, if you look don't at this, online gaming or like fantasy worlds, you know, like things like, you know, what's that game? Fortnite. Yeah. Okay, cool. Someone invented the game. All of a sudden, everyone's doing these crazy dances. So yeah. I feel like it started off as social. It's all social, I guess, because you have okay. people who are accessing these worlds. But it's interesting the role that technology is playing so it doesn't need to be physical but mm. i feel like it's really interesting or, 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 and it doesn't sorry to, to 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 just to come at any of your statements Stephen. i don't think it needs to be authentic like like mm. you, you reference michaela people are looking at this image knowing that she is uh, a drawing and clearly a cartoon people are like yeah like drip that is a crazy <laughs> outfit it's like well, this, is, this is not a real thing and like i remember, I, I think one time I don't know which brand it was who tried to use their influence. They used quite like a, a prominent model. It might have been Abella Hadid. Abella Hadid had kissed, or someone of that, like, or like standing, had had kissed little, little, little Michaela in advertisement. Mm. People were like, this is a, a platform for love of all kinds. It's like, no, this is human and cyborg relations. This is not real life, do you understand? So, <laughs> like, so like, I mean, but the, once again, that that's like, Lil Michaela is not real, but she's a brand. And it's mm. like, but but like, but like people know that and it's not authentic, but because it has like this coolness or like aesthetic vibe, or like you said, it, maybe people see it as innovative. Like it's cool to like something that isn't real per se, because... Instagram can be uh, the, the the land of like make believe, where like mm. we are following people, we are posting stuff to our own accounts, which isn't representative of our daily lives, mm. and like that is that's something that we are all like feeding into. So maybe it's like uh, I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't know, but like that that whole concept, I just find it strange. And I think a couple of times it's come up about um, we're we're we're, we're, we're going to see brands and things be more authentic, but I think that is quite. Um, not dangerous, but it's quite murky because what is authentic? Because my authentic could be very True. different to Kieran's or someone else's. Yeah. And I think now, like people are uh, not people, but like um, yeah, the influencers and people in general are getting so good at like storytelling and like blending the or blurring the lines is of what what is real and what's not. Then like, how do we define or how can we say what is authentic? I think because on, like. On- on that one, I think it's not necessarily being authentic, authentic, but you touched on it, authentic storytelling. Yeah. Because Michaela's fake, but her story is a real one. It comes from, I think... And like it resonates like, with people. Yeah, someone like saying, I was tired of being judged by my appearance, so I've made this kind of virtual world where I won't oh. be judged on that, or, or whether oh. it comes from a societal problem, but like, oh, okay. it's an authentic insight. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm not trying to jump on you, but I just think that's interesting because people are like empowerment, and she's so beautiful. If I'm not mistaken, Lil Michaela has been designed by a male, so once again we have this inspirational female figure that has been like designed by the the, the, the like male gaze. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's like well, that's a bit deep because it's like once again we're just 
I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not an Afro I'm not anti Afro Nation or or like anti little <laughs> Michaela over here. But I'm just like uh, like I just think that um, authentic like storytelling is true. But like sometimes people just can be just really good at storytelling where it makes everything seem authentic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we had this um, conversation with Aquasi the other day. Shout out to Quest. Big and, up, bro. Um, he was talking about um, an agency, advertising agency that he worked for. And he, he made a really good point. And he was saying that you don't have to necessarily be of a particular culture to yeah. tell a story that resonates with them. Mm. Like if you have a budget and, well, yeah, if you have a budget and you, you have the right people around you, you can tell a sick story and create a really good narrative mm. that's going to resonate with a particular community um, just based on like money essentially so i don't even yeah. think authenticity is is a really a contributing factor to be fair an example of that is i'd say kfc can you imagine the colonel's white but he's making chicken for the mandem <laughs> where, where, where do you get a recipe from, fried bro? chicken as well where do you get a recipe from it's true no one questions it either <laughs> oh that's too funny that's true, yeah. And um, I was about to say, man, I've completely gone out of my head. Say that again. I, I still, to... I still looking for your headphones. Uh, no, no I, I've just settled to charge, so I'm nearly ready to. Yo, he's, he's, he's Mike's doing all that madness. He's moving about. It's not me. It's not, it's not me. All right. It's definitely it Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it might be me. No, it's not me. But, um, all right. Ooh. Yeah, think... Steven, it's you, bro. Uh, that's not me. Yeah, it's definitely fucking up the whole thing. I, I, I got it on my hand. I got it on my hand. But um, so an example like of authenticity or that argument or the impact it's having on brands is I'm seeing like a lot of brands now instead of like their IP stories instead of making them like 4K resolution, people are just recording them straight off the phone because like that's mm. resonating more with people. Like once they, you know, it's so mad that we've been trained that once we see that 4K resolution, we automatically associate with branded content and we're just like, nah, I'm not trying to see that right now. But like actually the grainier the footage, the more raw and real it feels. So it's really interesting like that brands have picked up on this and are trying to um, follow suit. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm interested to um, spin it a little bit because for me, I would say probably the biggest some of the biggest influences in in whatever industries are we spoke we've spoken about it before like just us lot on a collective thing like bruv some of the biggest influencers are walking around these corporations and hallways with baggy jeans and running trainers fam do you know what i mean mm. these are the ones who are setting marketing strategies um they're making the calls they're signing off the budgets like i don't think we should really ignore that world either because as we mentioned at the beginning, the ecosystem, and I think the brands play a huge, huge part in this as well. Mm. I, I think I think they do. I'm back on the headphones, by the way. That Hold sounds tight. a lot better. Come on. Smooth FM. Um, <laughs> but you, ha- you have people that are like, <laughs> early adopters. <laughs> That's you, and that was too sick. I'm actually upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely him making all that noise, you know. Oh my days, it was you, bruv. <laughs> nah, it wasn't me. Yeah, Fucking up the whole recording. Yeah. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, um, you have people who are like early adopters, 
And I think to your point, those some certain brands I feel like are early adopters and setting the, especially the technological companies. And then you have the people who are laggards, and then it becomes mass. So I feel you have a different spectrum of influences. To your point, yeah. And I think like companies and brands do play a gender in that, and also like the media. I think is probably the biggest influencer out there. Like you're seeing with newspapers, the mood, the mood, the news that they portray, how they word things, how they categorize and stereotype i think that's the kind of the biggest influence we're seeing people fight back against that with their fake news and now that we have people who are essentially reporters because they've got a phone in their hand but um i think the the media is probably like one of the biggest influences i can think of probably the but again we just spoke about social media that is a form of media isn't it like it's yeah not, exactly that's why the social uprising networking is anymore, social media right yeah, and I was just going to ask a general question. Who was the first person that you clocked that, were, that was like the influencer of your time that you said, okay, cool, this guy had serious, or guy or woman had serious influence? Like, I can go straight off the bat. An, an individual? And I individual, it can be a celebrity. Someone you knew or a celebrity or someone that, what? Let, let, let's start with celebrity and then go to who we knew because I know everybody's going to say my, my uncle, my dad, my, my this or that. But like, let's start with celebrity. But for me, yeah. Kwame's going to hate this, but it was David Dave Beckham. Beckham. <laughs> DB7. <laughs> DB7. Kwame uh, doesn't like David Beckham, guys, for reference. Dave, no, Kwame no, thinks no, David Beckham I, is not an elite footballer. This is not a football <laughs> no, podcast, I, but I, we I need said. to just sit. Everybody, Kwame thinks David Beckham is not an elite footballer. He thinks he wasn't world class. Let's not get into it today. Let's not get into it today. Because you've lost your mind, bruv. You've lost your mind. Anyhow, Stephen, But like really famous. And strangely handsome. And I'm fairly handsome. Anyway, that's... We, we, Yo, we, David we Beckham is so is so influential, it's, yeah. It's so yeah. influential. People, people, so influential. like my brothers, so my younger brothers, would not even know him as a footballer. World class. Huh? Anyway, that's not a hero there. I said he's so influential. He, he he has tricked you lot to think he was world class. But oh, Stephen, shut up, man. Said. But like for me, I go back to like, <laughs> and then um from from even the boots he was wearing yeah, to the way he did his boots, he, he put yeah, his tongue yeah. down. Even the way he took free kicks, the way he took the free kicks, and man, man wore a sarong. I didn't even know what a sarong was until my man put (laughs) it on. It was a skirt. He had a man then wearing up skirts from like early. Man braided, man braided his hair and got away with like people were backing it. Said yeah, only David Beckham could do that kind of. There was a point where he was just doing things just to see how far he could push the boat out. How far he could appropriate the black culture. (laughs) (laughs) And he got away with it. David Beckham got away with it. The, the David Beckham had like what do you call it, small had 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 small white boys getting like um excluded from school because he, he, he they, they, they were trying to copy him with the what do you call it skinhead haircut. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, the mohawk, he, he, the, the mohawk. Yeah, he, he, he had the, yeah, he the newspapers praying for his foot. They put his foot on the front yeah, page. They said, "Touch the thing," oh, like yeah. that. Some like, manky toes as well. Fam, they say touch the thing for blessings, fam. You know, nah. these men won't go to church, but they're blessing up a newspaper for it. But like that, that was a level of influence that I had not. That's see, true. I guess maybe That's the true. other person is like Michael Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like those two come to mind. Mm. Does anyone else come to your mind? I think, but I think what's what's interesting is what you spoke about was how David Beckham influenced you, or you realized he was an influencer. Yeah. But again, it goes to that point of. 
we've spoken about before that kids are way more easily influenced than adults, right? So yeah, for sure. I think as you get older, your influences change. Yeah, you know, like, and I guess the more perspective you get, the more experience you get, your influence change. Like for me, cultural culturally, athletes, musicians—they're always going to be influential. But I think when you get a bit older, you look for a bit of substance and you look for what you can learn from someone or what maybe you could take away from them, right? So I think influence evolves as you evolve as well. Yeah. And, um, but what was your first really one? It depends on where you're at in life. Do you remember your first one? Let's take back to like a younger Yaf. Like who was the person that or that made a bigger impact on you when you were growing up? Mm, probably Will, Will Smith, I would say, because well, I used to watch Freddie. Big Willie Star, time. yeah? See you. Yeah, that's dumb, bro. That was so stupid. <laughs> Why am I laughing for? No, nah, that was dumb, stupid, man. That's uh, a big Willie star, bro. Na 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 na. Yeah, do you really? It's all perky jerky. It's all perky jerky. Oh, it's getting mad. It's getting mad. What about you, Kwame? Well, who was your um, first influencer? Who, who influenced you the, like the most when you were, was a child? I'm trying to think right now. Um, Shocked that Steven said really Michael Jackson, to be honest. But anyway. I was, I was really big into wrestling. Um, Did you say Essien? No, I said wrestling. Listen, you oh. anti-Garnetian, bro. <laughs> I'm going to choke. I'm going to end up choking, bro. Although Michael Essien... Probably never was his real age, oh but that's neither here or there. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Um, Michael Jordan was before my time. Dave Beckham, I noticed. Uh, <laughs> you Kanye are pagan, was... bruv. You're no, pagan, no, no, bruv. No, even, it, How can man say David Kanye, Beckham was before his before time Kanye. and then say Kanye? No, no, I said, I said, I said Michael Jordan was before my time. Oh, okay. So that's like, I, I can't talk about that experience. Like, okay, you understand? Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I don't want to be bait and say Kanye, but I'm going to be bait and say uh, and say Kanye, because um like he had man like no not even I'm gonna say Cameron man fuck Cameron like yeah, yeah. like bro he like it was so simple but like the first time I was in I, I was in like a I was in an IT class obviously I wasn't learning and like the the video for like Hey Marjorie dropped. And uh, all the comments were like, yo, Cam's a fag. Yo, he's gay. He's gay. I was like, right, what's Cameron doing? And he simply was just wearing pink. That was it. Because in 2001 or 2003, like, men had decided that, like, pink wasn't for men. Mm. And then, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that. I think that was decided way before the, 2001 or 2003. But I'll yeah, let but you know get away I mean, with but, like, that one. Still to that day. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had lived. And then, like, in, this, in, in the urban community or the urban space, like like me, I I, I was like wearing colours in it, but I just see babe, a lot a lot of people were wearing pink. Um, like he had a pink Range Rover, he had a pink chinchilla, and it was like, yo, like this man isn't really, this man is like doing his own thing, and like and like him and Joel's had crazy fashion sense. Like Joel's was going mm. around with like crazy flags and and big baggy mm. jeans with like birds on them, and even yeah. slang. Like even to this day, like. W- 
uh, uh, we use the word, what do you call it? I'm not sure if you might know, but we, we well, I use the word, me and my boys use the word, like, squale. Squale. Yeah, yeah. And like, to me, that's from them. Yeah. You understand? And like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, but I, I, I wouldn't say Kanye West, but I'm going to be different and say Cameron Giles was, was one of the first Giles. influences. And also he, and this is quite negative, but he also was quite the early adopter of the phrase pause. And no homo, which is a uh, you know positive you know, or negative. Everyone's everyone's mentioned um, different individuals here. I think the common theme amongst them all is that they all just did, followed their own source. Yeah, and did yeah, their own yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. whether that's David Beckham, who yes was a sick footballer, but he just did things off pitch so totally different. Will Smith, who was just had his fingers in many pies. Cameron, who's a rapper, which is a very traditionally macho occupation mm-hmm. wearing pink like just totally mm-hmm. defying convention and so I think I, I think that really ties in nicely and like summarises in the sense of saying like influencer is basically someone who's brave enough to follow yeah. their own path totally yeah. own it and then sooner or later people are going to catch on yeah you know it's true man and I think like I was listening I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and stuff right not every day at home and um <laughs> I was listening to one about Tiffany Calver, obviously sick DJ in the UK, and her come up. Yeah. And um, like, bro, like I think people automatically assume that celebrities, influencers, whatever, make it overnight. But when you hear their stories and their yeah. grind and everything they had to go through and literally just doing stuff for free, sticking it out, like it, I think it lit like an influencer is literally someone who recognizes they're a little bit different, has a talent or whatever. And just sticks to that and yeah. owns it and isn't afraid of it. True. Yeah, from that one, you made like a good point in terms of. I wanted to ask you guys in terms of from a female angle, who were your like female influences uh, growing up? Because I think we all mentioned like men. Females. Obviously, yeah, we are we are men, point. but like I think we should open it up. So for me, it's like um, Lil Kim, Lauren Hill. Because um, yeah, Lauren Hill. Yeah. And I then, when uh, I was young, it was difficult because I just used to think all of everyone was buff, like. None of them really, <laughs> no one really influenced me like that. <laughs> no, nah, definitely Lauren Hill, man. Um, I'd go and I say that without say... even like a men or women thing. That's Lauren Hill, still. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Kwame, what um, about you? I don't know why. I just uh, like one, one, one of my neighbors. Shout out to Tyrone. His his his, his <laughs> mum was a big fan of of, of, of Tina Turner. Ah, Tina Turner, yeah. and like. And like, you know, like, no, no, hold on. This, this is going somewhere else. Like, I'm, I'm not going to shout out Ike. But, you just uh, did. I, I, no, I didn't. You, didn't you literally just did. But like, but like, oh my God. But like, uh, she was a real, like, performer. What is going on? <laughs> Kwame, are what are you doing, man? bro? I'm unlocking the vault. I'm unlocking the vault. The vault? <laughs> What vault, bro? Man's on Crystal Maze. What are you doing? What are you doing, bro? No, no, don't worry about me. Anyway, um, I don't don't know why, but like... recording a podcast and you're opening a vault, bro. I'm pretty worried. It's it's my front door, but it has like a few thousand security locks on it. Leave me alone. Um, And now I'm outside. But uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to end it with like Tina Turner. You know, we, you know, I just realized we all fumbled. Yeah, no, of we course. didn't do it. Of course. What made you smile this week? Well, do you know why? Because Kwame, <laughs> Kwame went straight in. 
But let's before before we leave, let's do what made us smile this week, man. That's a really good point. Oh, I went to Ghana. That that that, that made me smile. Oh. Ah, right, you done? Steven, Steven, what what made you smile this week? Uh, this week, okay. What made me smile this week? Um, actually, catching up with friends that I hadn't seen. Yeah. Um, having conversations outside of work, and then uh, honestly, the crossing over into the new year, yeah. and then uh, just the amount of motivation and positivity that was out there, it really encouraged me to look at the year, what I want to do, and I feel I'm starting extra motivated. Love that. So, lo- yeah, that's me. Um, I think what made me smile the last seven days, I guess. Um, obviously, welcoming the new year. Um, coming back to Amsterdam, starting work actually, funnily enough, and having time to myself to kind of just refocus and re-energize. Bro, Kwame. Yeah. Kwame, I don't know what you're doing, bruv. <laughs> I, I honestly the don't know what you're doing, bruv. Yeah. You know them I'm horror movies yeah, the when like, you go into the corridor and there's bare mirrors, <laughs> but you have to go the in and out of bare doors. Kwame just banging, banging everything in there. Um, the vault is locked, yo, but yeah, what are you saying? But just open the door start? again. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, where are you? Somewhere. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> Be honest, man. Talk the truth and shame the devil, everybody. I'm 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 actually in Amsterdam. I never went to Ghana. This whole thing is going Man's recording a special episode of Swig somewhere in Ghana. <laughs> Swig. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> For me, yeah, I would, I would probably just say like bringing in the new year. Everyone knows I'm not really a New Year's resolution kind of man, but I think just bringing in the new year with good people, having a renewed energy, which is quite difficult because I'm always on ten anyway. But like just having a, a, a better focus, probably I would say is is the better word. Um, and yeah, man, like just knowing that. Being so positive and just knowing that something is around the corner. You know when you just sense something sick is on the horizon? And I couldn't even tell you what it is. It's just an intuitive feeling of mine. Mm. Um, and it's just, I've just been like feeling very naturally happy. So yeah, that's that's probably me. And also you, man, I don't know if you know, but um, for 2020, I'm becoming an introvert. So uh, it's made me smile. I'm, I'm taking a step back. This guy did a Myers-Briggs personality test today and he said that he's going to be an introvert from now on. Oh, Fam, whatever, man. I am too... Ex- it's 76% man, man, extrovert, bro. That's, that's man, just way too much. Man's a little Uzi vert, fam. Yeah, introvert, nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Footstool shuffle, yeah? Yeah. That's a footstool shuffle. Um, no. This guy is dumb. I, I actually felt that... I actually felt that I kind of like touched upon this when I was speaking seriously. But... Um, in to, to, to bring it to perspective but what made me smile was coming to Ghana and experiencing the culture like uh, feeling more connected me meeting up with family and friends because my I haven't seen my niece in like four years and all that stuff and like li- linking up at random rates and people from my primary school and connecting and seeing Ghana in a new light so that's what made me smile the last week Shit. so oh, I can't man. be serious and I'm sorry about me unlocking and unlocking the the, the, the <laughs> The vote to my bedroom, so yeah. It's right. Cool. <laughs> the vote to vote their to bedroom, bedroom, you know. You know? Oh, yeah, and and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I swear down. I'm trying to lock up things in his bedroom. In your mother's house. <laughs> it's mine still. Uh. <laughs> These are the boys' quarters. <laughs> I said, um, no, you're nasty. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what they call it here, the quarters, isn't it, bro? Am I saying, um, yeah, you might not do something different, bro. This whole phone call. Uh, yeah. Man said we've been moving differently. Bro, he's man's been, been slamming what, doors. Literally. Opening vaults bro, to untold to places. God knows he went to go find a goat for dinner, bro. Uh, bro, <laughs> you man ain't go, not me. No, we go out hide about here. Steven bro, was out here fumbling good. around with his headphones. Full shuffle to find the headphones for half an hour and then found them. I can't this lie. Uh, entertaining uh, conversation, bro. I, we we actually kind of made well. it work. <laughs> I can't lie. We done well, yeah. man. We done I'm, well. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that the... Yeah, I'm hoping that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, man, I'm tired, innit? Bro. <laughs> right, hey, boy. I guess we can call it there, innit? <laughs> no, but um, I'm I'm actually looking looking forward to coming back. And when are you back? When are you back? Energy. This Friday, actually. This Friday, yeah. So, so maybe a day or when this episode lands, I should be back in the, in Europe. Oh, dope, dope, maybe dope, a day dope, after dope. or when this Europe. Yeah. Okay. So then we can do it in person when when, when Stephen comes in 2023. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in I'm in the future. I need a time machine to get back to you guys. Go ahead of your time, Stephen. <laughs> You're going to wrap it up, Key. Yeah, yeah. So listen, it's been dope to talk to you guys. And obviously you're listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Yaf, Kieran, Stephen in London, and Kwame somewhere in Ghana. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty doors. Yo, we out, man. Love you lot. (laughs) Cheers. Peace. Peace. You London boys are crazy. All right, come on.